Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Welcoming the presence of God here. Welcoming the hand of God here. Welcoming the grace of God here. Welcoming the power of God here. And everything that is needed for us to enjoy the presence of God. Lift your hands and open your mouth now and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Yes, Everybody open your mouth and begin to pray. Everybody open your mouth and begin to pray. Everybody open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Yang dalam bapa, palu ade, palu bato, 
wisdom for our lives. Yes, Lord. Special wisdom for our lives. Yes, Karamaskiri Special wisdom for our lives. The decisions we take will be wise decisions. Special wisdom for our lives. Open your mouth and pray. Lift your hands and pray for special wisdom. Special wisdom. Special wisdom for your life. Special wisdom for your life. Special wisdom for your life. Special wisdom. Turn your Bibles, please be seated and let's read 
Luke 15 verse 13. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. Now, notice. Notice a problem. When he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. Say, he began to be in want. Began to be in want. I can't hear you. He began to be in want. He began to be in want. So, how many of you agree that this is a problem? I mean, no money. There's not, he, I mean, he, he, he had nothing. There was a famine in the land. And in addition to that, he had nothing. Now, the next verse. So this is how he solved a problem. There was a problem. He was living in a land where there was famine. And he himself had nothing. So he wanted to solve a problem. And his solution was this. He went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. This is how he felt he should solve a problem. And that citizen of the country took him to his fields to feed swine. So you are reading in English how someone has a problem and goes about solving the problem. This is it. He joins himself to someone. He sends him to his field to feed pigs. Next verse. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. And no man gave to him. So, there was a problem and he wanted to solve that problem. But his solution, his approach, his way, did not solve the problem. It rather grew worse. Notice it. Because everyone here will soon have a problem. Mm. 
I will have a problem either this evening or tomorrow morning. And not only me, you also have a problem. And we will all go about solving the problem. But there are some people whose way of solving the problem will lead to more problems. Will lead to more. The way the person goes about to solve the problem does not lead to a solution. But it leads to more problems, worse problems. Verse 17. Now, this is it. The real solution came when he came to himself. So apparently, all this time that he was, he went to join himself to a citizen of the country as he was feeding pigs. Not knowing, I mean, this is, I, we all don't know, it's the Bible saying it. Not knowing that all the things he was doing, he was not himself. So you can be doing things and you are not yourself. That's our first prayer topic. That God will deliver us. From not being in the right mind. Because anything you do. When you are not yourself. Will lead to a further escalation of the existing problem. So we are going to pray and ask the Lord to give us the right mind. To help us to think properly. To deliver us from situations that will let us leave ourselves. It's like. You are here, yourself is here, and you are somewhere. So he said that he came, like this, so he came to Accra. He came to OEB. Oh, he came to church. Oh, you didn't see him. Oh, he came to church today. So church is somewhere, and he came to church. So when he came to himself, it means himself was somewhere, and he was far away. So we are going to pray that the distance between you and yourself will be zero. Amen. Because some of you here are two kilometers from yourself. Some are 200 kilometers from yourself. Yes. When you watch people behaving in a way, you, you, you ask yourself, ah, what is wrong? There's nothing wrong. The only thing wrong is that he, 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 he is out of himself. Wow. But a day came. And your day is coming as we pray. I I mean, I would have thought that he would even have sense. When he went and he was being sent to the, when he saw pigs, he would have said, oh, no, 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 sorry. But he went and fed the pigs. So it is likely you can be doing certain things, but and you are not in your right mind. So we are praying. I am fully aware that there are people who are mad. 
but they are amongst us. You won't believe it. He's handsome, he's looking nice, well-dressed, but he's mad. I've met people like that. A pretty girl, good looking, even in church, doing things in church, but she's mad. You will not know. Yeah, it's here. So, the person came to himself. Recently, I received a letter from someone, an email from someone. I was surprised to read the letter. I, I never thought I would even meet the person again. But the person sent an email, an apology. Apparently, she has come to herself. So not knowing that all the things that were good, and the person had traveled far from herself. This afternoon, wherever you are, you will come back to yourself. Amen. And it costs you. It costs you relationships. It costs you your life. Costs you your education. You can, you are, in, are you not on campus? You can be on campus and not be in your right mind. Preach. You can be married wearing a ring and you are doing something. He's not himself. So, so one of the things we say, well, this person has been bewitched. Hey. Yeah. Another power has taken over her mind. Mm. Taken over his mind. Mm. Stand to your feet. Anything that wants to take you out of your mind. The New Living Translation says, NLT when he this bible these are not my words when he finally at the end he came to his senses Jesus. so so, so you, you will be surprised that you are doing something you won't understand this topic some of you will understand this in 20 years time Jesus. Yeah, you are doing something but you, you have traveled out of your senses Lift your hands. And we are praying to God for the for his mercy. Yes. To keep us in our senses. Jesus. That you will not do anything that you will look back one day. Ah, what was I doing? Why? What was wrong with me? And you want to correct things, but it's too late. A lot of things are too late. It's too late. You have been invited to a wedding. Instead of taking extra oil, you didn't take it. Mm. Now the bride has come. There's no flame. You have now gone to Makola Market to buy oil. When you come back, the door is shut. There are times in life, doors are shut. Never to be opened. Never to be opened. Somebody will remember this prayer topic in five years' time. The door is shut, never to be opened because of something you did when you were not in your right mind. Lift your hands and begin to pray that, Lord, be merciful to me 
and bring me back to my mind yes let me return to my senses let me step back to myself wherever i have been bring me back to my senses as a young girl as a married woman as a married man as a young boy as a student lord bring me back to my senses Open your mouth and pray. Yamba la mama maka shede bidere bidere yamba baba. La baka se la baka se. Abega loko tori mama la mama la mama ba. Abaya baka wa 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 kaya tenewe. Rabasko reke parama yamba ba. La ya salamaka ya la salamaka. Ayake 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 ayake. Koko loko koko koko bidere bidere yamba ba. Nikaka lote yamba ba imaka. Yamango bile kapa paliya maruka 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 ayata jarima mitole mama bayasi akare 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 melaga beri kamasho kamasho siloko ko rebebebe rataka ayata ba ayata ba ayata ba ayaba ayawa ayata ayawa ayata ayawa imaleya karaya karaya ayata na ayata na At home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare. And here I am dying of hunger. So, this guy dying of hunger is a result of his own foolishness. Listen. You, you are young, but you can be wise. 
there are some problems that will come. We are there. But there are some problems that come to you because of your personal behavior. So we are praying that God will deliver us from coming to a place where we are hungry, not because there is no food. Because there was food at home. Now, we are going to go to our last prayer. And I will explain this to you. There was food at home. But we, we are praying that in your life, there will be no problem in your life that will be a result of your foolishness. Amen. I mean, these are serious problems. God should deliver us from serious dying. I mean, dying of hunger. Meanwhile, there's food. He's dying. Yes. Getting 40% in an exam. Meanwhile, you have the information in a book. All the things are on a page in a book. But because you are out of your senses, mm. you never sat down to. So there is a dying of hunger that is not necessary. It's not necessary. And sometimes the devil pushes us to a place where we experience certain problems we should not experience. The songwriter calls it needless pain. There is pain, but this pain is needless. You needn't have experienced this pain. Lift your hands for our last but one prayer. We are praying that the Lord will deliver us from dying of hunger when there is food. Oh, yes. In the midst of water, the food is thirsty. In the abundance of water, the Bible says, the food is thirsty. So by this, you have lifted your hands to pray that you will not be a fool. Amen. And the last prayer will help us. But right now, pray that, Lord, deliver me from dying of hunger when there is food. Let me make use of every available privilege, every available blessing, every available grace, every available guidance. Yes. May I not be without guidance when indeed there is someone in my life to guide me. Clap your hands and pray now. Ya bana 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 b
have certain problems we shouldn't have at your age as a young boy there are certain problems some of you are having that you should have when you are 40 years you have no business having certain problems at this time like a 17 year old girl so a boy has broken your heart. So suddenly, your pretty face is now full of pimples. Like a boy has broken your heart. One pastor went to his daughter's room 
I think she's 10 years. The girl is 10 years. Was 10 years. Was. And she saw, she was looking through her books. And she, he, the pastor, saw a letter his daughter, 10 years, has written to another girl in her class, warning her to stay away from a guy in the class. 10 years. Hey! The pastor is there. He, he told me himself. The 10 year old girl was warning, it was a letter not to a boy, it was a letter to a girl. Warning her that she is coming close to Michael too much. Hey. And she, this 10 year old girl, doesn't like it. You see, I'm, this is a boy. Go back to verse 17. You see that. You look at it. You see, at home. So always note it. The, the, the prayer we are going to pray is about home. At home. Even the high servants are full enough to, and I'm here dying. So somebody, see, somebody is dying because it's her time to die. But this boy is dying, even though it's not his time wow. to die. It's a problem he's having that shouldn't have happened. And it all began when he travelled from himself. He didn't travel from home. He travelled from himself. So when he came to himself, so he, later on you see that he came home, but that one was just an outward manifestation of an initial journey of going away. Wow. You see, you see there. When he came to his senses, so you come to your senses first before you come home. But the solution is at home. So we've prayed already that God will deliver us from coming out of our senses. Doing things that are. Ah, how? I mean, how was I thinking? What was wrong with me? You will never say this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So the last prayer we are praying is that God will help us to come home. Amen. Home is the church. Oh, yes. Two types of people who are not at home. One is the one who is outside. It's not at home. It's not in the church. And number two is those who are in the house but they have left already. Like the boy, before he left the house, he had already left the house in his heart. Look, everything for your life, young boy, young girl, is found at home. The church. So we are praying that we will not be separated from the house of God. Amen. So David said, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Verse 6, Psalm 23. I will dwell in the house of the Lord 
forever. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Don't be here today and in 10 years time we can't find you. Yes, I was in church just like this. Sunday afternoon, I was in church 34 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and I'm still here. So may you also be here in 20 years time. Amen. May you also be here in 10 years time. Amen. There's no point in next five years we are looking for you and you are not in church. Lift your hands and pray and ask the Lord to keep you keep me Lord in the house of God. Open your mouth and pray. Father keep me. 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 Keep me. Everything is at home. Home, 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 home. The house of God. This is your home. Sana mama shota lima boyande. I thought this was the last prayer But we are going to pray the last prayer And it is a prayer To bind Bind We are going to bind Demons That want us To leave the church Mm. One brother told me Say Yes, I said, I will do this. And if this happens, I will leave the church. I've not seen him in a long while, but I know of a girl who left the church. Even in Lighthouse, we've got almost all pastors who break away from the church. They return. I only know of one who hasn't returned. Most of them return to say sorry. All of them. Because your home is a place you can't do without. But when most of the time, when they break away, they are not in their right minds. So when they come to their senses, may you never come to your senses. I mean, like it's like may you always be in your senses. Do you hear the point I'm making? Don't go out and then come back. Lift your hands and pray and say, Lord, keep me in my senses. Lord, keep me in my senses. Say again, Lord, keep me in my senses. Lord, keep me in my senses. There should be no situation that will let you. I'm, I'm seeing a horse, and a rider is on the horse. He's. he's, he's Hands are firmly on the reins. There should be no situation that will keep you 
out of control. Always be in control. There are temptations that will come your way. When the temptations come, you should overcome. Amen. When they come, you should overcome. Amen. Don't allow yourself to be overcome. Like the temptation comes and overcomes you. It comes and overcomes. It came and overcame you. No, when it comes, you must you must overcome it. Amen. It has come and you will overcome it. Amen. So we are going to bind demons that come to us when we are nicely at home and whisper things into our ears that we leave and begin to follow the things only to realize that what what is is a lie is a lie you chase it uh, when you get it oh but is this the thing I was fantasizing about Is, is that it oh and when you turn the door is shut behind you in the case of this boy by God's grace when he went home home was waiting for him but not everybody gets like this don't let this story deceive you even, even in the bible where the story is not all the stories are like this even in the Bible, if, okay, let's forget about Bible. Even Jesus, who told the story, not all his stories are like this. Where you you go home and the door is open. Rather, like you go home and your father comes out and meets you and kisses you, hugs you. It's not, that's all the stories are like Some of them, when they turned, the door was shut. They knocked, opened the door, say it's over. Kabazito lakati anything that will entice you to abandon the church we bind it right now clap your hands and bind it deceptions they deceive you you think there is something in the far country Shall it Church 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 Basenta Basanta Church Don't move away from it Church no devil will take us out of our homes no devil will take us out of church we'll be here we'll triumph here in Jesus name pray
Amen. Hallelujah. It's testimony time. Amen. This side, you don't look too excited. I said it's testimony time. Amen. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherein Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Today is your day of liberty. Hallelujah. I said, Today is your day of liberty. Whatever the devil has held from you, you are receiving it today in the name of Jesus. Now, to bring us our first testimony, help me welcome on stage our film star, our queen. Cornelia, put your hands together as she comes on stage to bring us the first testimony. The queen herself. Put your hands together. Okay, I think she's changing. So let's bring on Joseph Anderson to bring us the first testimony. Joseph Anderson, put your hands together as he comes on stage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Please, my name is Joseph Oko Anderson. I'm an Asha in Fleming Fire Service. And my um, deliverance happened um, last month. We're back at Fleming um, Bread of Life, which was at, at Adenta. On my way to church on Sunday, something happened to me. But before that Sunday, I um, actually went for outreach, like with evangelism at Hotel Junction. And I won a soul over there. So on that Sunday, I had to go to the soul to bring the soul to church. But actually when I got there, he told me that he had to be the storekeeper because his guardian wasn't around. So I said, okay, well then, we might visit you during the week. So on my way back to church, I had crossed the road, just moving to church. Then all of a sudden, I heard a noise from behind. So the moment I was trying to turn behind to look, I just was hit by a motorbike from behind. Hey. From my lower part, this part. You are hit by a motorbike? Yes, please. So the bike just hit me. Then it was like a blackout. When I just, I just found myself on the ground sliding. Because it was like this way, a slope. So I was just sliding down. Hey. I didn't know what was happening. I even found it very difficult to stand up. And people were just screaming, hey, hey, hey. So they just came, gathered around. And even thought I had passed out. Hmm. But I just showed some sign of, sign of life by moving my body, trying to stand up. Hey. Then a woman came, supported me, and there was a, a bar around. So I just held the metal rod to support myself to stand. So I, I didn't even know what was happening. I, the pain was so, so, it was so painful that I could barely stand on my two feet. So um, a taxi was just stopped, and I was put into the taxi and sent to the nearest hospital which is the Mother Life Hospital. So when I got there, even to even sit down was even a problem for me. Hey. I couldn't even sit. So I just had to sit and even sit just halfway. Because the pain I was feeling, it wasn't an easy pain. So I waited and waited. The doctor finally came. So when I was even thinking in my mind that am I going to be able to walk 
as I walk every day. Are you going to be able to do what? Walk as I walk every day, normal walking. And then what happened? So I was still waiting, waiting. The doctor came and I went into the doctor with my mind full and um, thoughts were just coming into my mind. That was going to happen to me. What was going to happen to me, but I was still praying, believing that he who works for the Lord is never disgraced or never disappointed. He who does what? Hallelujah. Who, he who works for the Lord is never disappointed. So what happened? So I entered into the doctor's office. He began to examine me. He checked and checked and he was like, my brother, there's nothing wrong with you. Hey, no he said what? He said what? Nothing. There was nothing wrong nothing with you. Wrong with me. So looking back, after the bike had hit me, and even the way I even landed on my waist, it wasn't an easy thing. Because there were even stones around. It wasn't like a flat surface that there is no projections. So I just landed and even slided in addition. But God saved my life. And even the place where I even where the accident even happened, I don't know whether you guys know that place. There's a place where a man makes um, doors close to the church at the Mate Farms Junction. Yes. And that place, there's a roofing sheet and there are like some metal poles supporting the roofing sheet. And that was the place I slided. If God had not been with me, my head hmm. would have even just hit one of the poles. And that could have led to something else. But God saved my life and he's the reason why I'm here today. May and the I'm Lord also be with you. I said, may the Lord also be with you. Whatever was meant to take you out will not take you out. May the Lord take out what was meant to take you out. Receive that blessing now. So you went to the hospital. Yes, please, I did. And the doctor checked. He checked. And the doctor said there was nothing wrong with you. Nothing. Human wisdom is too little. But the wisdom of God, the power of God, the hand of God. Do you believe that God had healed him before he got to the hospital? I said, do you believe that God healed him before he got to the hospital? May the power of God reach you before your problem becomes tragic. May the power of God reach you before your problem becomes a big situation. Receive your blessing now. So you are healed. I'm healed. No scratch. No scratch. No headache. No headache. Are you sure? Are you very sure? You say you were feeling the pain in your back. Yeah, I was feeling the pain. And you could barely sit. I could barely see. You couldn't walk. I couldn't walk. But you can walk today. I can walk now by God's grace. Show us, show us. No, 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 no. I think you should do some running. You should do some running. You should do some running. I see you also doing running. I said the devil will not keep you down. You'll be moving from street to street. You'll be moving from door to door. You'll be moving from corner to corner. May you take the gospel everywhere. May you take the gospel everywhere. May the hand that the Lord carry you receive that blessing now. Put your hands together for a very powerful testimony. Oh, you people don't look excited. You people don't look excited. See, when you're working for God and the devil is looking for ways to discourage you, the devil is looking for an opportunity to make you feel like what you are doing is not worth it, to make you feel like God is not with you. Because actually, when you're going on outreaches and visitations, you sometimes feel like, What am I doing at all? Why shouldn't I be at home eating like all my friends? Why shouldn't I be at home watching a movie? Why shouldn't I be at home listening to some music? But as you go out, the Lord will confirm himself to you. The Lord will show himself to you. You are also going to be filled with miracles. You are also going to be filled with testimonies. Receive the manifestation of the Lord in your life. Is our queen ready? Is our queen ready? Then help me welcome the new queen.
Cornelia to give us a second test when you put your hands together as she comes on stage. Oh, you people are not excited. Is that how to receive a queen? Is that how to receive a queen? Good afternoon. Please, my name is Cornelia. And hey. <laughs> I completed the university this year. And one of the requirements for completing is to submit a project to work. So, on the day of submission, I went to the school and then I went to pick up the project to work from the shop. So I went, I didn't open it. I just went upstairs. And before I submitted it, I just had an urge to open the work. So when I opened it, I realized that there were mistakes on the first page. Mistakes? Like the first two lines. Very serious mistakes. And my school is a language school, so they pay attention to every detail. And then when I flipped the second page, there were mistakes on the first two lines as well. So I really got scared. I started panicking. And the woman said, I should just return the work to the man who printed it. So he could take out the first two pages and then redo that part. So I went back to the printing shop and then he was there. He's a technician. And then another classmate of mine was also there. We made the changes. We saved it. But when we printed, the mistakes still appeared on the printed hey, sheets. You, 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 you saw the mistakes. Yes. You corrected the mistakes. With a technician. With a technician. Yes. That then, is a professional. Yes, a professional. But when you printed it out again, the mistakes, the mistakes were, were still there. On all Say the yes. Yeah. So, we did it again. Hey. Printed again. And there were mistakes on the two. The second time. The second time. And the mistakes were still there. Uh, But are you sure he was a technician? Yes, he was a technician. Are you sure he knew what he was doing? He does it for everybody in my school. That's what he does. Hey. So we did it again for the third time. And this time around, the mistakes on the first page, he corrected those ones. But on the second page, the mistakes were still there. And at this point, I was just so frustrated. So I told him that it was okay. I'll submit the work like that. So I just took the project work. I prayed over it and I submitted it and I left. So for some time I was feeling very bad. I, I didn't know what to do because it's three credit hours. Hey. So, but I forgot about it till International Sunday when we were praying. And then Bishop said that you win awards in school. You win what? Awards in school. You win what? Awards in school. You win what? Awards in school. I said you win what? Awards. May you also win an award. I said, may you also win an award. May the prophecy of our bishop also work in your life. Receive the blessing now. And he said, the awards will chase you. I have the He said, the awards will chase you. So he didn't just say you receive awards. He said, the awards will chase you. Can somebody say, wow. So, just the following Monday, after International Sunday, on Monday, in the evening, I was there when we saw a message on our class group page that they had released the, um, they had finished marking the project works, so they had compiled the results. And then the one who checked PM'd me and told me, he just said congratulations. So I was like, why is he congratulating me? Hmm. And he said, my work was the best. Hey, your work was the what? My work was the best. I said your work was the what? My work was the best. May you also be congratulated. May you also be accorded with the best. May the best be attached to your name. May nothing short of the best be tied to you. Receive that blessing now. And it's it's a serious because the project work is marked by three people. There are three, three examples. Yes. 
there are three exams in my school, Legon, and then Cape Coast. And then, even my supervisor, he supervised my work and someone else's work. Mm. And he thought that person's work would be the best. And I believe that the mistakes on the page was a way that God was telling me that if I'm to win that award, it is not because of anything that Jesus. I have done. Are you aware that it's not by might? Are you aware that it's not by power? It is only by the Spirit of God. May the Spirit of God also move for you. May the Spirit of God also work for you. May the Spirit of God also do it for you. Receive that blessing now. So, and in my school, when you have the best project work, on the day of graduation, you receive an award. So in November, that means I'll get an award. In November, you are receiving an award. So the word of our bishop has come to pass. And your award is coming. Oh, somebody, if you can stand and receive it, the word of the Lord says that the devil has sought to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. May a prayer also stand for you. May a prayer also speak for you. When you don't know, when you are confused, no matter your mistake, may the Lord arise with a prayer. May the Lord arise with a word. May the Lord arise with his hand. May the power of God rearrange your story. Your story will be beautiful. Receive beauty for ashes. Wow. Um, this, this whole final year has, has not been easy. Wow. I, this is the second time something Bishop has said has come to pass concerning my final year. Is that, this is the second time? Something Bishop has said. A, um, a prophecy has given has affected my life personally. Wow. The, the first instance was at the other side. And it was our final paper again. And I was tempted to carry foreign material into the hall. Hey. But that day when he came, he said that um, anybody, somebody here, something is telling you to do evil. Do not do it. He said what? They can't hear you. He said something is telling you to do evil. Do not do it. Mm. So I just took the word and I didn't do it. And when I went and I wrote the exam, the following day, there was a malpractice issue. And the first person they came to was me. And they said, I, have, I am involved in a malpractice. Because hey. apparently, the person is slim and tall. And hey. the woman just thought it was me. So, I want to thank Bishop so much. And we have to believe in him because he's a prophet. And you will also he escape. Says comes to pass. I believed it. I didn't have to. He didn't have to come to me personally. I believed it. And for the second time, it has worked in my life. Let's keep coming to church, working for God, and then bringing others to church as well. It really pays. Thank May you. a prophecy also work for you. I said, may a prophecy also work for you. May whatever is spoken from this pulpit, may it come into your life. May you hold it strong and determine that this word will work for you. Receive the blessing of the Lord now. See, she wanted to take something into the exam room. But a word, just one word. If you obey the word, you'll be delivered. And as she obeyed the word of God, she didn't take it. So indeed, she was meant to go down. But something just said that you will go up. I said something just said that you go up. Whatever was meant for evil, it is standing for good. Whatever was meant to bring you down, it is going to bring you up. I see the Lord turning your story around. I said I see the Lord turning your story around. The devil keeps telling you that you can't do it. But I see a voice countering. And the voice is saying that you are able. The voice is saying that it is possible. If only you can receive it. If only you can believe it. Receive it now. Put your hands together. Put your hands together for powerful testimonies as we welcome our sister Grace to bless us with a song. Amen.
Let's give a clap of praise to Jesus. spoke to Moses saying this is what pertains to the ministry from 25 years old and above they shall serve in the tabernacle of the Lord but at the age of 15 they shall step back from the priesthood. They will assist their fathers in the service of the Lord. Younger people will serve in the ministry. Oh, this is your time to work from 25 to 15. This is your season. From 25 to 15, it is the best time of your life to work for the Lord. 25 to 15, 25 to 15, 25 to 15, 25 to 15. It is good for a man That he bear the yoke in his youth You must understand that you don't have forever You cannot postpone the time of your sacrifice Do you remember how young and innocent you were? Started walking and walking and walking and deep in sin. You were not too young to walk and live in sin. How can you be too young to do the work of God? Oh, this is your time to work from 25 to 15. This is your season. From 25 to 15, it is the best time of your life to work for the Lord. 25 to 15, 25 to 15, 25 to 15, 25 to 15.
Now Jesus gave us a warning The night is coming when no man can work This is the time to work for God This is the time to fight to fill the church of God This is your time to work From 25 to 15 This is your season From 25 to 15 It is the best time of your life To work for the Lord 25 to 15 25 to 15 Praise to 
Clap your hands. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to speak to you today. Very important. Very important. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We receive your blessing. I receive it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap for Jesus. And you may be seated. Can you hear me clearly? Now, the devil doesn't want you to hear what you are about to hear that is why very good that is why he is Increasing the rain so that you will not hear something. But what he doesn't know is that the power of God will help you to hear what you must hear today. I am about to preach a very important message that is going to fight. The plan of God for your life. Satan has a plan for your life. But God has a better plan for your life. Amen. Now. Many of you sitting here. Have got aunties, uncles, parents, grandparents who are struggling in life. How many of you know somebody who is struggling in life? Who is older than you but is struggling in life? Let me see. Let me ask again. How many of you know somebody, not you yourself, oh, 
but somebody far older, about 100 years older, who is struggling in life, 40 years older, 20 years older. Let me see your hand. Yeah. Now, God has told me to help you not to repeat the problems of those who are ahead of you. That is why today I am going to start talking to you about habits. Habits. You can title the message Spiritual Habits. Habits. Habits are very, very much a part of our lives. In fact, we are a product of habits. Habits. Now, in the absence of good habits, the devil introduces destructive habits. So, I can't find the girl. But I know a girl. She told me some time ago that she doesn't know how she will stop having sex. She doesn't know. She's here. In this church. You won't believe it. You see, the reason why, how many of you like Banku and tilapia. Wow. Can I see your hand well? Banku and tilapia. Wow. Oh, then I think we are going to have a flaming fire barbecue. But no, no, no. It won't be a barbecue. It will be a Banku queue. Yes. Maybe this month ending or so. One Sunday evening, we are going to light some whatever down there and grill pork and grill meat and chew till our teeth come off. How many of you want to be a part of the barbecue? So we'll have a short service and then go down there. Yes. Now, those of I was surprised. I wasn't expecting many of you. Because I see. 
Banku and Tilapia. Let me see your hand. Wow, most of you. Now, the reason why you like Banku and Tilapia is that you have developed a taste. You have developed a taste. You ate Banku and Tilapia some time ago. Or some of you, even your parents forced you to eat it. You ate and ate and ate, and now it has become a part of you. So when I hold you, it's not mito, it is banku, banku. Yes. This is a banker. Yes. Now, Proverbs 22, verse 6. says train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it so one of the ways to introduce a blessing into your life is to start doing right things, good things, very early. Very early. It's very important that anything you want to do, you start doing it very early. That's why I'm preaching about spiritual habits. Spiritual habits. If you develop the habits now, you will not struggle when you grow old. You will not struggle. That girl who told me that has, as, I mean, as early as, I'm sure, 12 years. If a brother told me last three days, no, that's not true. Last week, Sunday, he showed me a picture of two girls in his basenta who are pregnant. Two girls. One is 12 and a half years, and the other is 12. You see, there's a saying that catch them young and they'll be what? They'll be yours forever. (laughs) Catch them young. That is the principle sugar that is used. Catch them young. God also wants to catch you young. That's why he says train up a child. A lot of what you are going to do when you are old will depend on what you did when you were young. I'll repeat it. A lot of what you are going to do, how many of you want to do great things when you are old? It begins by doing great things when you are young. Now. Say now. Now. So today, I'm starting with the first spiritual habit, and that is tithing. I'm going to teach you at this age to pay tithes so that when you grow old 
you will not have any difficulty. I mean, for me to pay tithes is as easy as blinking my eye. No matter how broke I am, I cannot eat my tithe. But some of you, you, you pay tithes only when there's money around. If you are broke, you owe, and somebody gives you 100 Ghana cities, you clear all, all of it. But there's somebody also who can be very, very broke. And when he gets money, he thinks of God first. Today here, I've got some 10 minutes more because my time is up already. Now we work with time. God will, I'm going to continue next week. I'm starting with very basic teachings on the tithe. Basic. And I'm preaching from why non-tithing Christians become poor. And how tithing Christians can become rich. Chapter 3 says what it means to rob God. What it means to rob God. Malachi 3 and verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you end up saying, Wherein have we robbed thee? And he said, In what? Tithes and offerings. So listen very carefully. I want you to be blessed when you are 80 years old. And you will be blessed when you are 70 years old. Actually, you will be rich when you are 80 years old. I said you will be rich when you are 80 years old. Many of you, before you die, you will leave the money that will be used for your funeral. When you die one day, there will be no confusion in your family. My grandfather, before he died, he died, I think, at 95 or 90 something or 90 before he died he ordered his marble casket from London <laughs> we were little children so we went to his house at a place a town called European town and he sent us to his attic now I, I, I now understand what we went to see I didn't understand it then he said he's got something upstairs. We should go and see. Marble coffin. The money for his funeral. Grandfather. You will not beg your children for money to eat. 
I said, you will not be a beggar. It's, it's like you will rather give things to your children who work in the bank. Yes. That you will grow old and your daughter must buy toilet troll for you before you poo-poo. God forbid. Say God forbid. Say God forbid. Say God for really, really bid. Abba. You will rather build a house for your child to stay inside. That's why I'm teaching you. I want to catch you young. So that you can be blessed forever. Number one. 10% of your income is the property of the Lord. Understand this at your age. Some of us were not taught this when we were young. God's mercy just found us. But today, you are privileged to receive this teaching. 10% of your income belongs to the Lord. Leviticus 27 verse 30. Never forget this. And all the tithes of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is your uncles, is for Ghana government. It is for who? It is the Lord's. And then he goes on and says, it is holy unto God. The word holy does not mean not smoking. The word holy does not mean not fornicating. Holy, the word holy does not mean not watching pornography. Otherwise, when we say God is holy, we mean God doesn't fornicate. The word holy means special and set apart. That is holy. Set apart. That is why if I had money, I would build a bigger cathedral than this. Somewhere. Where we can meet we can enter as children of God to watch a movie with popcorn and kebab and Coca-Cola. Yeah. I'm telling you, as we are watching, people are coming around with Coca-Cola. It's yours finished. You have Pepsi with a straw to let it slide. But because I don't have that money now, we will watch those movies at the car park. Yeah, so that, why? Because I don't want us to eat popcorn here in this building. It's holy. Set us apart. 
It should be for the preaching of the word, a church service, and so on, and not a place where you you come and eat popcorn and what? Kill a Bible, lasso. It's good. It's nice to watch a movie. One day, some of these we meet outside. Our car park will be very nice. Yeah, we'll meet the big screen and watch Rambo 1. And the following week, Rambo 2. With popcorn. Free popcorn. Holy things. The word holy is set aside as special. Not that the others are bad, but everybody must have something. You see, never treat people or things the same way. If you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven friends, don't treat all of them the same way because the truth is that not all of them respect themselves anyway. Always try to find two or one who are special. The way you treat the rest is different from the way you... Yes. Jesus had 12 disciples. Three were special. When he was going to pray somewhere, he took the three. In fact, among the three, one of them was even more special. Don't treats uh, I'm sad that my time is up I want to preach but my time is up my time is up it's over listen maybe I'll tell you don't treat things in your life all the things the same way you, you must have something called discernment. If you have shoes, know the shoes you wear to church and the shoes you wear to school. Don't treat all the 24 hours in a day the same way. Some of the hours in the day must be holy hours. I'm teaching you how to be great. Don't treat all the seven days in the week the same way. One of the days should be holy. That even if you are sick, you crawl to church. One of the things the devil does to destroy us is to mix things up always so when you see somebody stands in front of her mother and exchange words with her mother or father and talk by heart just you see that the person has mixed the father with her friends or his neighbors or classmates always there should be shelves in your mind shelves do you know shelves yeah, and learn to put people, things, 
on shelves in your mind. If you do that, you will be very wise. You will be very wise. You should know that among these, my seven friends, I can say this to this one and I can't say this to this one. I'm preaching. I'm talking about holiness. You must have a principle of creating holy things in your life as a little boy. Even in our house, even if the house is a chamber and hall, there is a part of the house which is holy. That is special and set apart. And that is either the bedroom or your toilet. You choose which one is holy. So when friends come, they sit outside or living room. Hardly will anybody enter that inner inner sanctum. Inner what? Sanctum. I beg you. I want to beg you. I'm kneeling down to beg you. Create holy things. Learn it all. Actually, because the time is up, this is the message I'm preaching today. Yeah, some of the most powerful things are short. I don't need to preach for one hour today. I'm saying that in your life, eh, Monday, don't treat Sunday the way you treat Tuesday. Honey, do you understand what I'm saying? Don't treat what? Sunday the way you treat. Learn it. If you have got 14 books, some of the books might create holy things around you. I wish I could speak Ga at this time. Because I feel that my English is not working. I feel you don't understand the English I'm preaching. Don't make things. Do not make things. It's the beginning of confusion in your life. Kadula Mazakata. Don't make things. Do not mix. Don't, don't mix people. Don't mix the days in your life. Kalabosha. That is why the Bible says, says Teach us to number our days so, see, When you number your days You will come back to this principle Because some days will be day one Some will be day two Another will be day four If you will number the days You will realize that not all the days are day one Some will be day fifteen so day 15 should be different from day 3. Teach me how to number my days. Your body. Stand up. Shake my hand. Is it nice? Beautiful. Yeah. Shake my hand with your left. Beautiful. 
Go and shake his hand. Is it powerful? Yeah. This one. Is public. For everybody. There should be a part of your body. Which is holy. That, that people don't shake anyhow. Hello? I don't understand what I'm saying. So if I come and I tell her, oh, oh, I didn't see you last week. Wow, beautiful. That, 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 because this one is like Wednesday or Sunday or, or, or Thursday. But certain parts of your body, like your breast, might be like, like so if I come, oh, Charlie, how? So when you mix up your arm and your breast and your nose, it's like there's no difference between your breast, your buttocks, and your nose. There's confusion. Holy. If you don't have this principle of creating holy things, even apart from holy, there should be holy of holies. So when you meet a person whose body doesn't have holy or holy of holies, that all, the whole body is outer court, free for everybody, you have met a very demonic person. Please sit down. We are having a Sunday service. You don't stand in church. Learn it. It is a, it's the principle of greatness. So, 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 so you see that we'll play. We'll go to church. We'll go and watch Peter Lava. But certain times, certain hours of your day as a student are holy. They are not for church. They are not for Peter Lava. They are not for outreach. They are not for prayer. They are for studies. He's holy unto books. You don't negotiate with that one. I'm preaching. So if you are a student and all your hours of the day are the same, you are about to fail. You will get fourth class lower. I'm preaching. The students who get first class have separated certain hours, certain times of the day. Maybe 12 midnight, so some time. That, no, no matter how tired I am, I won't sleep. It's holy. See, holy is not, not fornicating. These, these three hours of the day are holy unto my academic life. The rest of them, we can go to church, we can do outreach, we can do whatever. But these hours, I'm a student too. I've created my holy hours. I'm learning. If you don't do that as a student, to create holy... You see, I'm just by that saying that, don't let all the entities in your life, whether be they hours or days, or money, or shoes, or clothes... Don't mix it. 
You cannot wear certain clothes you wear in the house. You are free to wear certain clothes in the house. But don't bring it here. I have no problem with you having bum shorts. But you can't bring the bum shorts to church. It's inappropriate. Don't make sense. Don't make sense. There should be shelves in your mind. Even your friends, your group, there should be somebody who, who's, it's like when he speaks, it's final. That person is not mixed with other people. One of my daughters had a problem with somebody. For years, I don't think I'll be exaggerating if I say five years. I met her, we spoke. I didn't mention it, but it was in my head. Physically, I mean, we spoke. We talked about other things. Now, while I was in Ghana, I sent her a text about the problem. I said, this problem, I'm aware of the problem between you and this person. He said, please, don't bring it up. I said, fine. I won't talk about it again. The following day, she sent me a text that that matter, that issue I brought up. I said, oh, but he said I shouldn't talk about it again. It's okay. He said, oh, no. She wants to tell me a few things. He said, this is, he talked, ah. I said, all I'm, may I do, I, the things you are saying, or I'm saying that just go and correct the relationship between you and this person. Just you get back to me. The following day, she sent me a text. So, what do I really want her to do? I said, You're not a child. Then she sent me the five star text. She said, This matter, many people have spoken to her about it. She had an unwavering position about this matter. But but if I have spoken about it, then it ends it. It's over. She's going. And truly, I, I thought she wasn't going to mind me because it, it's a, it's, she told me the type of people who have talked about said, no, 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 no. No way. Even her own husband said no. To the point that people even thought that it was the husband who was in, encouraging her. She said, no. no they, they, are, they have their own mind. I have said that I will never have a relationship with this person. I said, you can't be in my life and not have a relationship with this person. You can't. I was there. She sent me snapshots of the conversation she was having with this person that she has never spoken to for years. Suddenly, because of my work. Why? Because in, in all her relationship, she has set me aside as holy. It's like my opinion final. She can say, I won't do to this one. Never. No, I can't. I won't. But when this one says, sit down. Sit down. In your life, eh, you must have somebody like that who you have separated as holy. Like when, when he says, walk on your head. You will ask which, how, how do, what, what speed should I use to walk? If in your life, all the people in your life are bunched up together, first of all, don't marry. 
That's the number one. Don't marry. Because in your marriage, you will need, you can come to a point where you won't take anybody's advice because the issues are real. Yeah. Your husband is a fool. Your wife is a witch. One, one, one senior, senior, senior pastor was with another senior, senior pastor. And the pastor asked, something was going on. And the pastor, it was a very with international connection. And the pastor, senior pastor, asked the other senior, senior pastor that. So if this pastor were here, if he wasn't dead, would he have been able to change your mind about this? So, yes. He's asked for him. That's why you must pray that certain people don't die in your life. Yeah, when somebody dies in your life, it's the end of your life. It's like someone dying is equal to you. You should go and jump into the sea because you have no life again. He said, if this man was around, I would have first of all gone to him to tell him what, what I want to do. And I know him. He would have just said, Wait, I'll tell you what to do. And that is it. Wait, I'll tell you what to do. Don't don't do what you are doing. I will, I will tell you what to do. So go back to your country. I'll call you. That's it. You must have somebody whose word, no matter how convinced you are about what you want to do, I'm talking about it is holy. You may, some of you may not even listen to your mother, may not listen to your father, may not listen to, but there should be somebody in your life whose word is final. If you are sitting here, and you don't have that person you will never do well even if you rise by mistake you will fall you will fall you will fall don't live a life where it's like as for you nobody can change your mind it's like, I mean, that nobody can, t- like, you have mixed the police with your parents, your past, like, your classmates, your pastors, your reverend, they are all the same. No! At least one, pe- one person in your life should be set aside as special. Thank you, That's how I got to be where I am now. I remember I had a friend, a lady friend, about 23 or 24 years ago, I sat in Bishop's office. There was a meeting, and, and he asked me a question about that girl. I said, oh yes, we are, we are friends, and we are, I remember he did this. I've never seen that again, he did this. And he banged his fist on the table, he said, Edwin, wake up! I have never heard those words before. Again. Edwin, wake up! That ended my relationship with that girl. And as I look back, because nobody could talk to me like that. Who are you to talk to me like that? (laughs) But there should be somebody who can scream at you. If you are here, and there's nobody who can shout at you, who can scream at you, who can insult you, who can say, sit down. If there's nobody like that in your life, then you are not supposed to live. You're not supposed to live. You're not supposed to live. Life, this life on earth, 
is not live with people who don't have holy people in their lives. So today's message will be continued later. But I'm telling you that don't mix things. Don't mix your clothes. Don't mix your shoes. Don't mix your friends. Don't mix people. Don't mix your days. Don't mix your hours. Have a habit of separating things in your mind that this one is non-negotiable. And on this call, I will tell you, your income, your money, don't treat all the notes the same way. Don't treat all the coins. If I give you five 20 Ghana City notes, don't treat all the five. Have a principle of creating holy things. Don't treat all the five notes. One of the five should be separate. You go and change it into two tens and get a 10 Ghana City. And that 10 cities is holy. you, it is the Lord's. That's why he said, you have robbed me. You have stolen from me. And the question they asked was very right. Said, How did we steal? Have we broken into the church? Have we taken money from the offerings? No. No, you're not a thief. But by eating your tithe, or better still, by treating all the notes the same way, you have made yourself a thief because one of the notes is not for you. It's not for you. The same way, the same principle holds for your friends, your money, your days, your hours, your body. Your body, yeah. I can hug you touch your cheeks and so on. But I cannot just hold your breast. That is holy. I can't massage your, your, your belly. I can, oh, wow, your house live. Wow, it's great, great. I'll see you. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Yeah. I'll see you. Um, we are having a salvation rally on Friday, so do your best and come, okay? Yeah. As I'm talking, do your best. I can't say, do your best and come. Hitting your breast, do your best and come. What is that? And as I'm doing this, you should hit my hand. Respect yourself, Bishop. Respect yourself. But some of you girls, you allow someone to shake your hand, shake your breast, shake your thighs, shake your buttocks, shake your nose. And so there's nothing holy about you. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands. Now, now, this is the prayer. You are asking God to teach you. I, I have spoken. I'm a man. I have spoken English. But ask the Lord to teach you again what I have taught you. The principle of separating things. People, days, hours, clothes, whatever. That, that to create. Have, have, a, have a principle. Have a philosophy of creating holy things. Lift your hands as we close the service.
distinctions. distinctions. He can insult his pastor and he can insult his friend. Wow. He can eat tight and eat the the days are the same. Some of you can treat Sunday like Monday. How you can decide not to go for lectures. You can decide not to come to church. <laughs> Unholy. Unholy. Like how you can shake my hand. You can also shake my breast. <laughs> oh, I can shake your breast. At all. It's, it's like everything is mixed up. There's no difference between your wife and your secretary. There's no difference. No, you see, holiness is about partitioning, separation. So when you meet somebody, who can separate people? It's like there's no difference between this is my wife and this is my secretary. But there's no difference. No. Lift your hands. I've taught you one of the deepest mysteries of life today. In, in 30 minutes. One of the deepest mysteries of your life. That's why I say, listen to this message nothing less than 10 times before you say you understand it. Sadola Bagazala. Satabaka. Satabaka. Satabakan. Shomian Dele Basa. Kabaya. In Jesus' name. Amen. Every eye closed as we close the service. We are already late. Every eye closed. If you are here today, you are not born again. I want to pray for you right now. Just lift your hand. You don't know Jesus Christ. See, once again, don't mix things up. You can go for lectures and not mind. I, I, I don't know President Akufuado. I don't really mind. It doesn't mean, doesn't change my life if I don't know the president. But you cannot say you don't know Christ. He must be different. At all. You don't care. You don't know Christ and you don't care. No. No. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. You want to receive Jesus Christ today and treat him special. Special. If you are here like that, lift your hands. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Yes. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high. You want to be born again. High. Above your head. I can't see your hand. I need to see it. Yes. If today passes, you may never get this chance again. Lift your hand high. Jesus. High, high, above your head. To be born again. Yes. If your hand is up, come to me here. Come to me. Come. Today, you are settling it. Making Jesus your Lord and your Master. Come. Shamalata Kabele Bazola Shema Aleto Sabrana Sakadia Somile Adasintola Makalome Kandele Shokala 
Lift your hands. Lift your hands. And say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Close your eyes and pray. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I realize. I realize. I'm far from you. I'm far from you. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. Today. Today. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. Please receive me. Please receive me. Please wash me. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Let your will be done. Let your will be I'm done. I'm now born again. I'm now born again. I'm now a child of God. I'm now a child of God. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Forever. Forever. In Jesus' name.